it is now time for another episode of Dingly Bits Theater with your host, Captain Ritzo. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Commander Cast Dangly Bits Theater. We recently recorded an episode of Commander Cast, but uh, it's currently being held captive due to some Nazi space ninjas from another dimension. But don't worry, we're working on getting it back as quickly and as secretively as possible. But until we are capable of retrieving said file from the evil clutches of the interwebs, we will be bringing you a dangly bits theater today and there's a few guests on here that you may or may not recognize from the commander's past so sit back and enjoy and i will see you after the show um, I, I like her although, although that's too much like nissa's current ultimate right that's what nissa does yeah. no that's garrick's ulti that's someone's ulti already that's garrick. uh that's someone's ultimate garrick is you get a worm for every land you control no, but one of them turns and lands into creatures. Is that Nissa? That's the World Waker. Yeah, that's Nissa. That's World Waker. Yeah. yeah. Um, search your library for any number of basic lands, put them on the battlefield, shuffle your library. Those lands become four four elemental creatures with trample. That is right. Nissa World Ultimate. Yeah, so you ever realize how busted that is? <laughs> that is insane. Plenary cleansing does especially hell? especially if you have like concordant crossroads and give them all haste. See, welcome okay. to the EDH zone. It's like the Tyson zone. zone. No, see, no, see, like, what, the, you know what's better? Having lightning grease out and giving them all haste one at a time. But then he gets one. <laughs> <laughs> you can tap for all your mana. Um, and it's free, man. It's lightning grease. It's completely free. Okay. Okay. So, so what you're saying is we use Nissa World Waker's ultimate as a really bad boundless realms. I like it. <laughs> I mean, that's what I would use her for. Except actually, potentially better. I'm actually, sure. she actually she was the first card I put into the green precon when I took three cards out of it. Oh, like I only like, got the stupid wolf thing. I took out the stupid wolf thing. Yeah, took out the stupid fresh meat thing. Took out the stupid armor thing. Good, good. Actually, for Christmas, uh, a gift I gave one of uh, Trevor, who was a co-host on MTG Radio. Uh, the the gift I gave him for Christmas was the green precon and a bunch of cards to put into it to take out all their shitty cards. Uh, because he kept <laughs> complaining, he had gotten out of magic, but he kept complaining that his his uh, students would come in because uh, he worked at a high school and they'd be playing magic in his room during rest periods because they get rest periods or some shit. I don't know. Um, and he never had a deck to play, and I'm like, all right gonna give you these cards uh don't beat them up too bad immediately because uh, they like didn't understand you could bounce auras or something like that's how that's how bad these kids were and i'm like just teach them teach them the power of the elves trevor and he's like all right <laughs> so wow oh all right so uh Zenigod, let me pull him up really quick actually i just remember forget his mana cost um now if i could also spell correctly that would be nice um, I know your struggle. I can't spell for shit online. Oh, I, I forgot like the four- a fourteen-year-old girl. I wrote Zengos. <laughs> oh. Okay, so it's, okay. No, no, it's easy. We have Zenigot and we have Zenigod. <laughs> Basically. Oh, uh, that happened to me today. Where I'm trying to pronounce like the blood craze, necolite, necotite, ne- ne- something Wait. or other. And my roommate actually came into my room because he was watching my my stream. He's like, it's pronounced this way. <laughs> oh, that's the one. Oh, oh man, come on! You can't do that. You can't be that guy. You can't that's be that hilarious. guy. You're the. That's I'm gonna correct you on fantasy names, guy. Like, no, that is like the so neckbeard cool. of all neckbeards. Like, don't do that. That's not right. Well, technically, oh. Kamigawa names are Japanese, so I understand getting well, correct. Yeah, the Kamigawa those. ones, yes. If they're real names, that's I'm totally like, okay with that. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Like, you know, I don't usually do that either. But I remember I had a, I had a buddy of mine who was uh, mispronouncing 
um, Sharoom. He's like, Sharoom the Hegmon. And I'm like, Whoa. dude, I'm like, Whoa. Whoa. like, I can't Whoa. let that fly, buddy. Like, I can't. No. Like, no. Like, you can pronounce Sharoom however the fuck you want to. You could call her Mushroom, but it's <laughs> it's the Hegemon. Like, come on. Like, it's a, that, that, like the second half is a real word. Like, you do, you don't get to pronounce that word however you want to, you know? Hegemon. Hegemon monsters. Hegemon are the champions. I think I am those guys that correct people on fantasy names, though, because if someone tries uh, to pronounce Garrick incorrectly, I will fight you. Oh, same guy, same friend, says Garouk. I will fight I you. Like, oh, it's I not, it's no, not see, cool. No, to I, this, can't, I can't do it. No. To this day, my friends, or at least the ones that st- that were there when I started hanging around with them, will not let me forget that at one point I thought it was Verasian Tower. Whoa. Oh, man. Poor guy. I'm glad he corrected I, you. I wouldn't correct you, but I would totally make fun of you for that. <laughs> I would help you out. Well, yeah. I would laugh the first time, and then I'd be I like, would... "Dude, that's not that's not how that works." No, 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 no. The best example of me mispronouncing names was okay. So I'm in line for Toy Story three with my best friend at the time. All right, we're solid film, solid film. Yep, yep. we're playing Pokemon. We're having fun, waiting waiting to get into the theater. And I talk, and I start talking about how, uh, Suicune and stuff like that. And she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, Suicune. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm." Only no, Suicune is the actual name. I was saying it's Soycune, and she's staring at me like I have lobsters crawling out of my ears. Right? She's like, "What?" So I start talking about like other po- Pokemon and things, and she's like, "Okay, no, 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 stop, stop. Get out your Pokedex and tell me every Pokemon how you say every Pokemon's name, and I'm going to fix that for you." And she made me do it too. Oh wow, she followed through. Yeah. Oh, dang. My only, That's harsh, man. My only saving grace was that I never succeeded in catching catching them all. My only saving grace. Because there's <laughs> like over 500 of those fuckers now. Yeah, they kind of went nuts. So, yeah. Hey, man. When you got a following, you got to give to it. That's what yeah. they want. They want more Pokemon. Can you imagine trying to make up Pokemon, though? That shit's got to be so difficult. I mean, it's... It, you, you just take what... like You just take a cool idea and you stick eyes on it. Like, I guarantee you someone went, you know what would be a... Badass idea, a sword. Let's put some eyes on that shit. Oh yeah. What does it evolve from? A, a dagger, maybe? No, no, done no, and done. It's a sword that evolves into a double sword that evolves into a sword with a shield. I like it. I'll run it. Okay. Yeah. Right back. I don't. Maybe. All right. So, like, top <laughs> tentacles. Mark, 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 Mark. This is me. Oh man, see, now we're back. I was already getting creeped out by Kiora riding the tentacle, and then there's tentacle fingers, and like, my mind is just going in bad places with these things, man. I just oh, wait, don't. Kiora's riding a tentacle? What? Yeah, she's yeah. riding an octopus tentacle. Uh oh. Don't... Oh, she's like, she's not riding it per se. No, but she's like riding... leaning on it for stability. Or, or is she? She's sitting on it. Or... Kind of? It, it kind of looks like that tentacle has a seat, like just for her. It has like a bicycle seat for That's her. That's not her, like, butt skirt? I don't know, but what's under the butt skirt? Like, is the butt skirt part well, her of her butt's under the butt skirt. Hold on, what? I'm going to look at the girl. She's... For the record, she's okay, the, the, the thing skirt. that we think is a seat is is the skirt. Yeah. yeah okay, but yes. she is standing on a the, tentacle. Is the skirt part of the tentacle, though? Like, it kind of looks like it's coming out of the tentacle to me. No. It's, it's okay, not. so... Looks Which like I, she is... I was looking for this exact thing. So it looks like she is holding on to the tentacle, but she definitely has a foot on said tentacle. Mm-hmm. That's, she's riding it, though. Like she's she, totally riding the tentacle. She's on that tentacle. She is using the tentacle to be transported from place to place. 
I agree. <laughs> but I am saying that her booty is not touching that tentacle. Okay. Yeah, oh, no. I, Why does she have no. like a? Is that an octopus on her ass? Hold That's up. What zoom I in. Okay, no, look. zoom in. I'm not even joking. No, yeah, it's, it's like a giant. It's like a giant prawn out of the tentacle that like stuck onto her butt. She has her like, ass prawn. is a shrimp. Whoa. Yes, exactly. It's, it's what I mean? shellfish armor. Like it's, 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 it's a, a shrimp tail. They, her butt's a shrimp tail. <laughs> yeah, actually it is. Well, that's, zoom in. That's yeah, I see it. It's clothing. <laughs> like that's Murpho clothing. Of course they're gonna wear the exoskeletons of things they kill. Which one looks like a tuna? I'm pretty sure this isn't normal. Like this is a thing. <laughs> Abushan isn't wearing some weird, you know, catfish hat. All right. Well, that catfish lobster. Like yeah, it's, it's shrimp armor, man. Shrimp armor. Farmer. I don't know. <laughs> I can't get that in Skyrim. It doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> so we have some fantastic daily bits for people today. But other things have dropped, like, I don't know, can we do, like, a little side topic? Is it just me? Have there been, like, massive decreases in some previously incredibly valuable cards? I just picked up, um, oh, man, um, Black, White, Destroy, Permanent, Vindicate. I just picked up a Vindicate for 13 bucks the other day. What? What? Yeah. Yeah, like I in know. real life? In real life, what? like a real Vindicate. Like, check the price on that card. Dollars, is it, like, a fake Chinese one? No, like, it was totally, like, I just got to, like, I picked up on eBay, like, a really nice deal, whatever. But, like, it's still going for, like, 17 And I'm like, last time I checked Vindicate, like, it was way, it was probably twice 17 You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. like, I don't know what's going on. You know what else is weirder? Um, weird. When, when I, I was putting together Ixidor, and I was looking at Mystical tutors like a couple months beforehand i remember looking at them like okay they're like 20 bucks um blackboard mirage mysticals are like five bucks right now seriously and the the white bordered reprints are still like 15 to 20 yeah whoa like i am really confused i don't know how it happened yeah like the bottom fell out of certain cards like i know we don't always want to talk about price and whatever but like it, it was this is enough to like bring up a little bit anyway for the dangly bits. Yeah, like it's, the 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 floor fell out of a couple cards like hard, and I, I think don't know there's, why. A, there's a combination of things. Some people are selling out a legacy because Star City's no longer hosting it. I've legitimately heard people doing that, which to me makes no oh. sense because that format's way too much fun. Uh, but and then Modern Masters Two is coming out, so a lot of people are trying to sell out of really expensive modern cards. Like, of course, Emrakul's price fell a lot. Because we know that's being reprinted. Mm. Uh, and Solemn is staying at a, a solid number, same way. Um, I think that we're going to see a lot of modern cards that are way too expensive go down. Which I'm excited about, because just like you, I wait for cards to rotate. Oh, okay. Actually, you know what a terrible <laughs> game was? That game. Uh, Tiny Toons game. Terrible. Ooh, yeah. Oof, yeah, that was, that was pretty awful. I thought there was one good Tiny Toons game, though. Uh, I don't remember. I think it was like Buster's something. Yes, maybe. There was one on the SNES, which was which I played, but only because I was stupid enough that I did not know the difference. Like you know, like when you're a kid, and you're just like, oh yeah, like Clay Fighters is awesome. They're like, no, not really. But oh, well. actually, you know what really ground ground my gears? I was online ordering all the stuff that I needed for the the half man or tiny leaders deck, and the Japanese colony that I was looking at sold out. Like oh. it was no longer listed. Like I was oh. daggers. I was ready to get a second Kalia for my second Kalia deck, so I didn't have to keep swapping a Kalia between them. Okay. And it's just gone. Like, I can go for either another regular version or a German version. Thought about getting the German version, because then I could scream her name every time I play her. Mm-hmm. But, nah, I'm just going to wait till like, the Commander's Arsenal version gets, becomes available. All right. 
That was such a pathetic thing to say. I mean, it, it isn't, but it's just so funny. It's, it's so indicative of the set. The We keep telling you about the cards we actually play from this set. And it's like, oh, man, that means they really have to search for them, doesn't it? Oh, oh poor Born of the Gods. It'll be okay. On a, on a separate aside, just because you mentioned it and it's totally random, um, if you ever want to feel old, try to explain what a 3D magic eye poster, like the scene from Mallrats is, try to explain that to anyone under, like any teenager. And they will just look at you like, like, like you are the porn horn. Like they're like, what the fuck is this old man saying to me? What, who would stare at just shit on a wall and try and cross their eyes? And they're like, oh, well, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, like, like a 3DS. Like it, it stuff pops out at you now. And they're like, whatever, old man, you're fucking stupid. What the hell are you talking about? So fun well, fact, just try it. Never worked for me. I didn't understand the concept of them. Uh, I was either never explained about them correctly. They just don't work. So I would just sit looking. My mom even bought me a book of them. She's like, oh, these are those 3D eye puzzles. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. She's like, this is what you do. This one's a boat. And I'm like, it is? It doesn't look like a boat. She's like, no, you got to cross it and cross your eyes. And so, so, so I literally sat there for five minutes looking at this cavalcade from Pollock or some shit and just, <laughs> I don't like them because they don't work for me. That's what it comes down to. Although Mallrats is a good movie, so That's don't let more. it. I need to listen to the commentary. Because there's a webcomic artist who loves the commentary more than the actual movie. So I need to find out what that's about. The commentary is pretty good. I'm telling you, like, once you see the scenes they cut out of that movie, which sucked horribly, you're like, wow, Kevin Smith should get, like, an Oscar for editing. Because, the, the, like, the stuff that was going to go in that movie that they cut out, that shit was awful. As it is, I still think it's his best movie. Hmm. Does this mean I can pull from your list now? <laughs> well, we're only going to do three cards each, because then otherwise we'll have a super long podcast. Sweet. All right, so I'm just going to let you know, when you when you say your third card, I am just going to grab something from your list immediately. Okay, you know what? I'm going to do it. Please forget I, I might do that Damn too it. much. I'm yeah! going to pull that one. Shit. <laughs> I'm going to take Corsair. Okay. Wait, oh, no, there's from a... Wawa? Or... Yeah, that, that, I meant that. There's a chain of gas stations around here go Wawa that people can't stop talking what? about. What? Yeah, W A W A. We have yeah. Wawa's around here too. Uh, really, stretches all the way down to New Jersey, or I'm sorry, in uh, North Carolina. Huh? I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, well, they apparently never made it there, past the Ohio. Or maybe River. it was they're in Virginia. I'm not sure. Man, Jersey loves them some Wawa. Hey, you know what else is south of the Ohio River? Fire ants. Yep. Wawa causes fire ants. Science. Also true. Yep. I feel like yeah. No, I'll with you. I'll I'll roll with you. Oh, that's terrible, by the way. <laughs> uh, actually, you know, so, so can, can, hold on. So in in Half Mander, because I'm just going to call it from that from now on, can like you play that. this in Half Mander? Because yeah. the bestow is more. Okay. The bestow is four. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the only thing that Tiny Leaders cares about is the, is the mana cost of the card. Oh, so just the um, Any abilities that it has, um, yeah, just the CMC has to be three or less. That's so, like, I don't want to count this battles because it costs one white-white. Um, you can play things like Cyclonic Rift and Mizium Mortars mm-hmm. because their actual mana costs are small enough. You can play Figure. X spells because zero, X is zero off the stack. Tribal Hydra. Except for Empty the Pits. Except for Empty the Pits. Yep. Empty the Pits is four. Yeah. Yep. Except for Empty the Pits. But Animar so Tribal Hydra is going to make a comeback. Oh, boy. It's, okay. How, how quick are Tiny Leader games? Oh, Animar. They gotta be quick, right? Um, it it depends on the decks. Like you're not casting Moldrift in this format. I would think it's just mostly just like, hey, turn one figure, Destiny, your turn. That's what it sounds like. 
That's how uh, I'm not always. I'm gonna Can build, you play a control deck? I'm going to build a Geist yeah, Instinct Tracker. Control is definitely doable. Mariki Rebarret is a control deck. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Geist the, is the also fog a guy. Who's the Bant Fog guy? Uh, oh, Tim a... the Enchanter. Angus McKenzie. <laughs> yeah, Tim the Enchanter. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of, like, you got Pornhorn, I've got Party Jace. Tim the Enchanter exists. All, yep. I, all I've got is Steve. Aw. Okay, uh, getting back to Eidolon of Countless yes. Battles. Man, I, I love this card. Like, more, I like, this, more like Eidolon of Countless Dangly Bits, or Countless Rants, or Countless yeah. Getting Us Off the Tracks. <laughs> yeah, but You're come welcome. on, we were already doing You're that. Welcome. Countless Side Topics, there we go. There we go. Does anybody play the Sentinel? The Sentinel dude yeah. gets enchantments back? The way overcosted Sentinel get the Archon. The oh, Silent Sentinel? The seven, yeah. No, the Seven Drop? Oh, that's what yeah, it yeah, that guy. So when he attacks, you get back. I'm just curious. Yeah, I have I'm not really tried him. He's way too expensive for Crond. Okay, yeah, I I put him in decks, and he always gets cut around 120. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't really had a chance to try him. He always just doesn't seem good enough. Like the same one with the uh, the other Archon, the blue white one that was uh that was from the policing guild that used to detain stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Arca- Triumvirate maybe. Yeah, Ar- yeah. Of the Triumvirate. The only Archon in recent Archon years. Archon of the Triumvirate. Yeah, that yeah. dude. The only Archon recent sets that hasn't done that is, even though he's way overcosted, is the black-white one that exiles. That guy's oh. messed up. That yeah. guy's... Well, yeah. yeah. That is an Archon that messes up people. Archon of Justice, also really good. <sighs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, 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 it's good. I'm just, just like, fond memories, man, fond memories. Oh, okay, I was like... Oh, I thought that was like, Jesus, up. like, Will is ready to move on. <laughs> Why would, why would you call it tiny leaders when half mander is so much better? I'm I'm I'm, I'm riding half mander by the way. Whenever someone asks me about it, I'm just gonna call it half mander. And but call me but if what if it was half mander, then it would be the CMC like four or less because almost everything in commander is like six or greater. But it's still better than tiny. It's leader. half the size of the deck. But it's... what? There we go. See, boom. Half mander. Half mander. Okay, man. I, you know what? We have like two weeks to sort this shit out. Remember, porn or porn has the porn horn. So that that should be the tagline. Such a better tagline. <laughs> oh my! Then like, then like, then like, follow your god. It should have been like. Wait, 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 wait. Porn horn. Born with the porn horn. There we go. Wow. Boom! Hold that on, is it. On. That is it. Just put. I don't. Ding, I don't ding, ding. Put a rib, I, Put a ribbon on that sucker. We are done. I, uh, oh yeah. The question is: Is MTG cats actually going to let me get away with that? <laughs> <laughs> we are an audio podcast. You know, yeah. you know what? I'm going to leave the Born of the Gods review title up. We can just refer to it as Born with the Porn Horn. Let's, we'll know. We'll know. Yeah, we'll, we'll, know. we'll know. Sure. So. Also at MTG. Uh, whoa, whoa. I apologize. Sorry. Sorry. I just, I just, did did oh. someone encounter the Porn Horn? It's that's, what, that's really what that sounded like, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, so were we not going to get the explanation for the on-air orgasm? Uh, no, 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 or? no, no. I'm no. sending the uh, picture link now. Oh, okay. I, just, uh, I mean, it's fine. If you're just going to, you know, that's fine, whatever. Uh, copy the pacing. <laughs> so there was a test. There was a card in development whose test name was apparently the Sword in the Stone. <laughs> okay. And it just became the Hero's Blade? I guess so. 
Greatest quality. Whatever it was, yeah. creature as the battlefield under your control. You may attach heroes by toy. I need this for the legendary cube. It's awesome. Oh yeah, definitely. That card seems yeah. overpowered and legendary. <laughs> oh, I just—it's a silly thing, but it gets me hankering for to go back and try and actually fill out the cube. Because turns out there aren't as much playable legends as you would want for a one-on-one cube. So I need to. Uh, uh, I don't know, do a thing where I can turn into a multiplayer cube, like a conspiracy or something. That's cool. How long have you been doing the cube thing, Will? Um, the cube was something I started last year with Theros, because I saw the Heroes Podium, and I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm going to build a cube where there's nothing but, le- where all the creatures are legendary. And, like, there'll be some token makers in there. But then I started doing it, and then it turned into a, okay, I'm going to build a cube out of what I have. And turn into a, okay, this is the cube I'm planning to make, and there's a bunch of expensive cards, because some of these cards aren't exciting at all. And then it was like, oh, I can't make the aggro red deck a theme, because it doesn't, there are literally not enough legendary small red drops. So I'm gonna run away. Yes. Uh, but, uh, this was really fun, as always. Uh, if you want to hit me up again, feel free to do so. Oh, yes, uh, Tom. Def- I would definitely try and hit you up at some point to, tr- like, simulstream might be a thing. Yeah, we can definitely, like, uh, get on uh, Skype and do the same thing or something. It depends on when I'm on. Uh, my school year starts next week, uh, so my whole schedule changes. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to yeah. be weird. Yeah. But if the schedules coincide, there's no reason not to. Oh, yeah, cross-promotion, man. Sounds good. And now I am going to do some hardcore stretching because I've been at this computer for, oh my god, I don't even know how long. Like, I got, I ended up getting a surprise day off from work today. Nice. So I, so I came home and was planning on putting together the exercise bike that I got ordered in from Amazon. But then I was at the computer and I was eating a sandwich and I'm like, well, you know what else I need to do? I need to figure out how to stream. Let's go ahead and See, do that. It doesn't that make you feel better than exercising? Come on now. Oh. Uh, kind of, not really. I mean, <laughs> my knees are now shite. And, ooh, someone pointed out that Norn works well with that sword. Kind of, not really. <laughs> uh, I don't know, between that and, and Heroes Podium and everything, I don't know, I'm glad these things are coming out. Like, I'm glad that we're getting some legendary creature love. Um, I don't know, they just automatically make every Voltron general better, automatically. Um, sure, I don't know. I was a little okay. I don't know why this was this was dumb of me. I'm not sure why I thought this, but when Ugin came out, I was really disappointed. He was a planeswalker and not a legendary creature. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I thought he would be a legendary creature. Like he's always been a planeswalker, right? You know. Yeah. So like, I'm like, it was never gonna happen. I'm not sure why I had that in my head. I'm like, oh man, I could swap him out for Karn. Like I love Karn, but I'm like, ooh, I get another general for my artifact deck. Nope. And I don't know why I'm surprised. So. Okay, let's see. Oh, the super stream got rejected for being too long. Well, it's three hours and 36 minutes. What did you think? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cut it in half. You'll be fine. Uh, let's see. Upload videos longer than 15 minutes. By default, you can upload videos are up to 15 minutes long. To upload longer, uh, verify and other stuff. Oh, the video's still on Twitch, though. Like, it's awesome. Like, they, it's actually kind of rewarding to be able to get live recordings of just reactions to stuff, like, talking about, I just love alpha striking. Thank God for the attack with all creatures option. Click, and I start attacking with everything, and then suddenly Aether spouts. 
Yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah, it's just great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Aether Spouts is is a, a great card that I didn't see coming. Like you never see it coming. It's like the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> it's just boom. It's like out of nowhere. And then it's like oh shit, oh shit. And it always happens to me when I'm playing a token deck too. And I'm like oh they just went all went away. Now, the great thing is that once I've got the actual Commander Cast ch- channel up, like like I said, I've, uh, apparently I only have like my personal Twitch account up. Once I've built one for Commander Cats, it'll have a key that I can actually hand out to different people, and then all of their streaming can be uploaded to that same channel. That's awesome, man. It is. So, when, like, when we start doing, like, our whole conglomerate streaming thing for, like, a charity event or whatever, or if you or Matt, you and Matt want to start streaming videos or, or whatever, we can set that up. Yeah, that'd be great. Have you, have you tried doing it with Skype on top, or have you decided, I don't know if, if Skype works as well. I mean, there's, a, you know, there's got to be other ways to pipe in, like, different players' reactions, and, you know, different players' voices. Were you doing that today? Um, or was I it just did, you? It was just, just me, because today was kind of a, uh, a test run to see if, one, I could get the stream going, and two, to see if I could actually get myself to fill a lot of airtime, which... You know, this is one of the perks of being ADD is that you have very little dead airtime. <laughs> Your viewers just have to deal with a lot of nonsense. Sure, yeah, whatever. And it's like that. But hey, like, but it's not dead air. So. No, it's not dead air, which is pretty bad. It's just not so great when you have like six people and you're waiting for the turns to cycle around. I mean, on the other hand, I do kind of like that because when I was doing like the one-on-one games against the the super aggro Aurelia deck. That that was miserable. One, because the first game, I was horribly screwed on lands. Like, I had them all down to four. I didn't have any lands at all. And they shot my elf. Yeah. See, so it's I, like, know, it's I like, still like, like the one-on-one. I don't know. Even if it goes quick, I'm just like... No, oh, no, no, the, the, one-on-one, the one-on-one aspect is fine. Right. But it's me playing one-on-one and then trying to, to talk about, like, okay, hey, this is why I like the green precon. Hey, this is why I'm just kind of not really big on this this card. And, oh, crap, I only have five minutes left to play this second game. Oh, yeah. I hear you. Um, but the payoff for the very, if anything, I would recommend, you might not want to watch the whole video, but it's definitely worth going towards the end just to watch the ridiculous board state that the Delira player has built up and then watch them time out. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm definitely going to check that out. So I was looking through the visual good. spoiler, and I looked back at Ugin's Construct, have you guys read the flavor text on it? I have. I have not. While trapping the Eldrazi on Zendikar, Ugin learned little from Sorin, but he gleaned the rudiments of lithomancy from Nahiri. Oh, have you guys seen <laughs> the comic that Sketchy Doodles drew, though? Um. No. Okay, I I, I need to find it. I I've seen the like Tumblr post where Ugin like keeps on telling Sorin that he like needs him there, but not quite. He's just like only talking to Nahiri about what to do. Not quite. Okay, so I've got a friend over in the UK, and she wrote, uh, she read a post that Doug made about Soren not noticing that Ugin was dead. So, I'm, so I'm gonna, <laughs> okay. find, so I'm gonna find that real quick. You check it down, I'll be right back. Alright. Okay, I found it. Oh, she's got over 1800 notes on it. Nice. Yeah, Aaron Forsyth actually tweeted it. So I'm gonna copy that. Drop the link there. There we go. So all this text, all this text actually came from Doug's, uh, response about what Soren and Ugin's relationship was like. Ah. And Soren was actually, like, okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. Actually, you know what? For the podcast listeners, I shall narrate this. 
Um, who do you want to be? Uh, I'll, I'll do the sword. Or, I, do you want to narrate, or uh, do you want to do the voices? Uh, hmm. you know what, I'll do the voices, Clay, you narrate. Okay, maybe it was one of those things where Soren had Ugin over to Innistrad for blood tea once, and Soren was like, Oh, hey, we should totally do this again sometime. Say, on your homeworld? And Ugin was like, Hmm, yeah, sure, probably. And then Soren heard nothing for a while, and he thought about just dropping in, but he had never actually heard Ugin mention anything about Tarkir. And anyway, it was really on Ugin to invite him this time, so he was like, Screw it. I'm gonna let that dragon make the first move. And for a while, he started to think like, Was it me? Was I a bad host? Did Ugin just have a really bad time, and he just rather not be Aegis T-Buds anymore? And then he snapped out of it, like... Um, no, Markov Manor Tea Time is the best. Ugin is clearly just being unforgivably lame and about recipro- reciprocating the hosting duties. No way I'm going to send a howdy-do or even worse proposed rehosting in my hood. And then centuries went by, and at some point Soren remembered about Ugin and was like... That dragon better be super dead because he's a pile of dry bones to me. And gave up on him. Then years later, he was like... Om nom nom worlds, om nom worlds. Oh, okay, he'll draw his ear loose. I better consult with Rudin, even though he broke the holy blood tea friend bond and never even left his freaking Planera dress. And then? Oh, lovely. After a bunch of research, it turns out he's been rotting in a Tarkir chasm for years. Bit of revelation much? I guess that's more blood tea for me. Peace out, Tarkir is Sayonara multiverse, I guess. <sighs> Exasperated vampire sigh. <laughs> I just I just love how Soren's yelling at the corpse that he just <laughs> I get the feeling that Soren's always yelling. It's just like a thing for him. <laughs> Looking at this taste of magic tumbler site, it's hilarious. Oh yeah. Doug does fantastic stuff. It's it's just awesome that Doug has a blog, period. Yeah, the 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 Sailor Moon three part gif where it's like Soren's face like staple on somebody's body. It's like my job here is done, and then Nahiri is like, but you didn't do anything. Oh wait, um, that's right. The taste of magic t- log itself. Yeah, Doug's, yeah. Doug's is like voice of Orthos or something. <laughs> I love that. It's stuff like that that makes the, me t- tolerate Tumblr. Yeah, the the Jace Bellerin uh, Scott Pilgrim is really funny too. <laughs> Okay, so let's go ahead and talk some magics. Uh, Mark, I did want to ask you something real quick. I sent you an email, but now's as good a time as any. You said you, uh, did you say you did like journalism training in college? Yeah, that's what my, uh, bachelor's in. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So like you've already done like professionally trained journalism and editing and stuff. I, like. I, well, that is what the University of Oregon gave me the degree for. So, let's hope so. I, I remember doing that for a few years. I, I might end up changing my major when I go back. But yeah, it was a ton of fun. I don't know. And now I teach journalism. Yay. But it's, it's relevant because I actually wanted to offer you the head editor job. Whoa. Okay. Run. Run. No, it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because. Say, I'm like, that's not. The, the, I have the previous one right here, so Noel can tell me all the things what not to do. Yeah. I think that's great. I mean, just this week, you know, I was confounded by trying to put a GIF on the website. 
Seriously, it's 2015, and I can't figure out how to put a damn GIF to display properly yeah. on the website. This so. is the age where I feel accomplished for figuring out how to clear out the the paper jam in the receipt machine at the grocery store, so I'm not going to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have been confounded by technology recently, too. But that one was a new low for me. I'm like, seriously? Really? All right. I seem to be the one who gets called when everything else goes wrong. Like, why do we have 10,000 spam comments <laughs> for insurance and dick pills? <laughs> that, that, that was a nice one. Yeah, that was, I'm like, oh, okay. I guess Discus decided not to work. For like, yeah. That is my grounding achievement so far, is figuring out how to turn off the thumbnail advertisements on the Discus forums. <laughs> and figuring out how to turn it back on so we don't get... I was getting hundreds of emails a day, and I can't imagine... <laughs> Somebody who has a bigger backlog of stuff than I do. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. At least, at least there aren't any trolls to slay right now. Yes. Oh, and I know how to ban people on Discus, too. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> there we go. See, now that's the real power. Yes, that's the... <laughs> All so right. Mr. Eric Sucks IP address is still banned. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, oh, yeah. Memories. Uh, our first troll. Aw, yeah, I don't. We haven't had anybody like that since. I don't know. That's crazy. I'm, I have I'm, so much that I tolerate. Of like, okay, fine. Yes, you still me. Oh, look, now you're commenting on people's Eric articles that aren't Eric or me. You're done here. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good one. I like that one when you slew the troll that week. That was a great <laughs> achievement. <laughs> Where is my giant mission accomplished banner? <laughs> I think you lost it eight years ago. Uh, what was it? What, 20, what, was it what was that? 2004? Eight? Now Are you it. asking the, the Mission Accomplished banner thing? was 2004. 2004, there we go. You're only 11 out years too late. <laughs> 11? I, Man, I'm not even going to ask how old you guys were in 2004. Because I'm just going to feel really old then. Oh, yeah. You're going to feel really old if I tell you where I was then. <laughs> okay. We'll just let that one slide then. <laughs> Oh. Put it this way, not old enough to legally buy cigarettes? <laughs> oh, man. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> I had just got out of four years in the Marine Corps in 2000. Actually, I was in college after that, so. Oh. I am old. I couldn't even drive then. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> uh. You know, well, I should actually, you know what, Will, I have to help you. I have to thank you. The other day, um, I earned a little bit of street cred again. Because uh, one of my kids was, was doing some paper on bleach, and they're like, it was really funny because I, I was like, oh, that's, I'm like, cool, you're doing it on bleach, and they're like, oh, Mr. Mahler, like you don't, no, you don't understand, and I'm like, well, I have been spending a lot of my time watching Attack on Titan, I haven't got around to bleach yet, and they're like, what? <laughs> that's, that was amazing amount of street cred right there. Well, so I blew, I blew some like 17 year old kid's mind. So what's amazing is that I haven't seen bleach since it was on the. Adult Swim Toonami run, like, yeah. way back since before I graduated high school. So, like, for the split second, I had that notion where I'm thinking, they're running a paper on clean supplies. Oh, wait, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't worry. Like, I had that moment, too. But then again, I'm old. So it took me a minute to figure it out. So The crazy thing is that my father was really getting into Bleach because he was watching it with my sister on, like, I think it was Crunchyroll or something. And, like, he, he it's weird. Like, he's one of those people who will tell you th- that the cartoons that you kids these days watch are weird, but he still enjoys and appreciates, like, the classic anime sci-fi stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Hey, you know, that happens. I don't know. I remember, like, this is how old I am. When I was in school and the original um, 
Batman and the animated series was on TV. So you guys were, no, were I remember that. Yeah. So like it was that long ago. Like I used to come home and my old man we used to watch it with me. And then he but he used to, the whole time he's like, Oh, this sucks. Make sure and then like I go to change it and he'd be like, Don't fucking show what the hell are you doing? Like, Don't change it, that's a good show. Like, Alright, fine, whatever. So we we both watch it together. So he he was the same thing. I don't know. The whole time he'd be complaining about it too. Oh. There'll be time for more Batman later. Because there is always time for Batman. So let's go ahead and record an episode on Teamer. And that once you hit those green colors, you can once you hit that those green colors, wow. Oh man, what? you know a oh, total, yeah. total oh. sidetrack just for a second. Like, no, I forgot to ask. Does is teamer ascendancy like an auto include in all your team teamer decks? Because that yep. seems to me like that seems to me everything you want to do in a teamer deck. That card is very very good. Yeah, like duh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and splice these in. The two cards I forgot to mention were teamer ascendancy, and again that whole type in Krufrix. There's five cards. Three of them are really good. Four of them are playable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean... One One of them is bonkers. I could see you playing two of the other ones. You're in blue, so there's better things to do than dictate, and one of them is unplayable trash. But... Hey, hey, Insight, I could play that in Krond and do pretty well with it. Interpret the sign, that's what it is. Playing Krond. Mm-hmm. Like, if I build a Tiny Leader's Enchantress deck, I might put Krufix's Insight in there. Okay. Again, if, if, if we're playing Tiny Leader's, then actually, at that point, or, more of these cards become unplayable. <laughs> interpret the signs. That three of them are incredibly playable. Yeah, I would play three of them. The uh, I would play, that's a lie, I would play one of them without thinking about it. The other one I'm going to spend a really hard time trying to come up with something extra for, and unless I'm playing Enchantress, I'm still not playing Krufrix's Insight. Oh, <laughs> Which is interesting, because that's something similar to what we're going to get into. Uh-huh. Ooh. Hey, separate conversation, I need, a, I need a judgment call here from the group. What? Is yep. it... Is it too corny if I put in a Fate Reforged card in the technology segment about the Fate Reforged general? Like, Teamer Battle Rage seems like a good way to pump, like, Yasova up. Yeah, no, go, no, go ahead. Nice. I, I, I feel put, like I'm uh, cheating. No, no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Like, if there are cards within the actual set that people can get an easy hold of yeah. and put in the deck, like, I don't see any reason not to. Like, I okay. put Hero's Blade in there. All right, there uh, we go, all right. Yeah, Hero's Blade. Yeah, I needed a judgment call on that one, so... Yeah, now it doesn't actually pump your person, though. It's true. I mean, I guess, like, Double Strike and Trample don't technically count as pump. I don't know. Yeah, she, giving, she, giving she str- Double Strike is fine. <laughs> Ooh, Fire Shrieker. <laughs> fire Shrieker. If only it had a pump on it. Then it would be OP. <sighs> All the tiny leaders. All right. Um, this will be the point where, Calvin, if you're feeling really good, pull up the Where Is My Super Suit quote from Incredibles with the, We are talking about the greater good! <laughs> this is the greatest good you are ever going to get! Um, Best exchange in cinematic history. Yeah, You should replace my terrible impression of it with the actual soundbite. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I think... Hold on. Am I the only non-judge on this podcast? Uh, yes. Yes, you are. Okay. So, okay. So, I mean, we've established that with all the judges we have on Community Cast right now, we could actually host a small event. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I was just trying. I was still trying to unpack like the last conversation you guys had, and it wasn't working out so well for me. So that's, <laughs> we can make Mark be right. our scorekeeper. We could totally. Do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, basically, he, okay, he can so mindlessly well, enter things Cass. into the worst program of all time. It'll be fine. Yeah, but, you know, somebody who can do that good is worth their weight in gold. Sorry, oh, yeah. sidetracked that I caused No, no, time. no, you're absolutely <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> one of the best scorekeepers I have ever known. He is, he's just phenomenal. Love you, JP. Yeah. yeah, do not do not look at the scorekeeper directly in the eye. Do not speak to the scorekeeper unless <laughs> spoken to. When referring to the scorekeeper, refer to them at the end, beginning and end of your sentence was sir. <laughs> do, not, do not leave the scorekeeper's lunch order in the hands of a guy who will accidentally carry it around on its side, letting everything mix together in a, in a barbecue-y ketchup-y sauce. Yes, if there is, if there are two people left to eat and only one meal left, and it's the scorekeeper and the head judge, feed the scorekeeper and tell the head judge to buck it up. <laughs> 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 uh, I was ready to go on a side tangent about something, but I can't remember what it is now. Yeah, I have to. I have to run if one of the last. There are two meals left, and a <laughs> scorekeeper and head judge. You tell the head judge to fuck it up. Let's see if this will work. Where are you typing that in at? I was just looking Twitter. at the show notes. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so let's go ahead and get back on track. Mark, what's another card that you want to uh, suggest for, you know, dealing with the threatens, guys? Actually, I just saw a video of a guy who beat, I think it was Super Mario 3. No, it wasn't the Tanuki one. It was like, it was just, I think it was the original Super Mario Brothers. And he beat it in a little over six minutes because he found the uh, credit work. Uh, like, it's this incredibly complicated series of actions that you have to take that kind of lets you overwrite the code as you're playing the game. <laughs> and it warps you from the first level all the way to the credits as a completed game without ever having to fight Bowser. It was the, it was the weirdest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> Speedruns just blow my mind, man. Like, I don't know, like, I'm glad that somebody really digs that, but that is not what I want to do with a video game. You know what I mean? Well, like, well not only that, but, like, you know, I thought speedruns sounded cool at first, because, like, okay, yeah, they're trying to finish this whole game before X amount of time. Okay, what are you going to do? Try this for, like, four hours, five hours, sure. And then I see them doing all, like, this glitch stuff, and I'm like, wow, that is extremely disappointing. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I think it's... I mean, I guess if that's your thing, like, if you're so invested in one game, but I don't even want to know how long does it take them to be able to beat the game in, like, six minutes, you know what I mean? Like, how much time would you invest in Super Mario Brothers to then beat it in six minutes? Like, I remember when I was a kid, and I played Super Mario Brothers 3 all that time, like, I probably put ridiculous amounts of hours in that, and I'm sure I'd, I wouldn't come close to beating it in probably, like, six hours if I tried, you know? So, mm. Yeah. I mean, like, in the first time Ashley showed me her being Super uh, Super Mario Brothers, just using, like, the regular warp worlds and all that, that was really disappointing for me, too, because I was like, oh, you're just skipping a whole bunch of levels. Like, does that does Aww. that even count as beating the game? Aww. Oh, well, maybe I'm just uncultured. <laughs> all right. Nah, that just makes us sound like, uh, I don't know, I'm sure someone out there, like, kids are just calling us Grandpa, like on South Park. Yeah, yeah. Grumpy this, Gamers. 
This is why 100% speedruns are the best ones. Do everything in the game, not just get to the end fast. Yep, including that stupid beaver race. Dude, um... The, uh, the world record for Donkey Kong 64, 101%, I think, is like six hours. Which is kind of ridiculous, because that game is absolutely massive. It is. Like, that was something that my family did as, like, a family project group thing. Where, like, we, okay, I'm gonna be Chunky and Lanky, and my sister's gonna play Tiny Diddy, and my dad's gonna play Donkey, and, like, when my brother gets in the fold, he'll get, play one, one of the cons. And then we just take turns, and it's each of our jobs to get the bananas as mm. our characters. <laughs> those Actually, games are, like, brutal, too, man. Like, the old Donkey Kong games, even the new ones, too. Like, those things are difficult. <laughs> On the other hand, we got coconut guns, and that was awesome. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and the DK ramp. Oh, I was yeah. just thinking the DK. Donkey Kong. <laughs> What's awesome is that there's, like, a, a Fire Emblem parody of that one. Like, I don't think it's been put to, to music yet, but the lyrics are spot on Brilliant. Oh, okay. I, have to check that I out. love how the the lyrics of the DK rap don't match up with the music to the DK rap. <laughs> <laughs> He's the leader of the bunch. You know him well. <laughs> finally back to kick some tail. Yeah. You... <laughs> He's finally back from the depths of hell. Yeah. All right. Everything. There was a point where I sang the entire Donkey Kong rap for my elementary school music class. It, it was amazing. That was my five minutes of fame right there, as opposed to being on a magic podcast. Oh. Another two minutes of random side note. <laughs> uh. I mean, <laughs> actually, question. How many of you are actually willing to do, like, a triple small set draft? Uh, I... Depends on the small okay. set. <laughs> so, story. Um, there's a magic club at the high school that I went to, and let's see... It was about two years ago, I guess. Um, they decided they were going to do a triple Dragon's Maze draft. Ugh. Um, you, you can basically figure out how that went. So I went back to visit for that because it just sounded too silly to pass up. And I basically just drafted, like, Soltai good shit. So I got, like, Far and Aways, I got Putrefies, I got Beetleporn Mages, and just wrecked everyone. It was great. Ugh, Triple Dragon Mage <laughs> is awful. It how really was. How many clue stones do you want to run? All of them? Good. <laughs> All of them. No, my experiences with triple small formats was, like, Born of the Gods and Journey into Nyx separately. <laughs> And, the, and but I mean, I mean they're off. I mean the uh, the local game shop is doing a midnight release day triple Fate Reforge one. Hmm. I mean, it, and it's a good set and all, but at the same time, it's still a triple small set. Yeah. And what, what I want, you know, for release weekend when everyone's eager to get cards in their hands, sure, do it once and get it out of your system. Remind yourself how terrible triple small sets are. Yeah, it's just hype. Yeah. yeah, like, and I, then go back to how you're supposed to draft it. Yeah, like I just, <laughs> like I'm just much more interested in trying to figure out the new format than to get my trying and get my hands on all the new cards as quickly as possible because we're we're all judging. We're gonna get we're gonna get our hands on these cards eventually at some point. See, if you were I, gonna do a triple small set, why don't you just do sealed? You know what I mean? No, uh, like, just cut out again. Yeah, no, sealed sounds so much better. Like, pre-release is a seated pack, one cons, and four favor forges. That that was fine. Yeah, sure. Yep. I mean, it's, it seems like a fun set. It's not like you're doing a... As long as you don't do, like, a triple small set of, like, Dark Ascension or something. 
Yes, yeah, Atro is just one of the least, it's just one of those things that people are done listening to. They've been listening to us for like an hour and a half, maybe two hours, if we, act, if we actually just have a If someone wants to email me, they'll go back and listen to it a couple times to get my email address. <laughs> right, or they'll just Google it or whatever. This, that's this why, is, this that's is, why you don't put it in the show notes, to make them listen to it. <laughs> And this is why we have the dangly bits, so that they have to listen to this part if they want to get to the good part. Oh, oh I love the sign-off dangly bits. All right. So I am going back and forth about playing Astral Slide in this deck. I think as that's a way, awesome. Because I don't have green to be able to abuse life from the loam as an engine, but I could play other random cards that have cycling on it. And other people have cycling lands in their decks, so it could be like, oh, you drew a card, I flipped this giant thing face up. I mean, didn't Chris try and make the Astro Slide deck again, and he found out that it was still busted? Like, he had a whole article about it. Yeah. I don't know. I thought about was that in building it at some point. Uh, I think so. It was either it was, it might, it was one of Chris's articles. Mm. It would have had have to have been Stable Remover, because his only other art column was uh, Massive Art Attack. <laughs> That's true. Hey, you know, on a on a I guess slightly related tangent about old articles, I was thinking about doing maybe for community, uh, maybe around the time we do the 200th episode, maybe doing like a like a from the vault series and kind of giving some love to some old Commander Cast articles, like you know just throwing them up there, or maybe saying like what some of our favorite content from the site was from years past, because there's a lot of great stuff on there. Like Chris's. From the uh, like Chris's staple remover articles are stuff I still go back to nowadays. You know, uh, some of yeah. Carlos's stuff. old stuff. Good stuff man. Yeah. Oh, Carlos's old stuff, man, is amazing. Yeah, you know? that sounds great. That sounds like a great idea. You know, just throw it up every once in a while. I, I I was thinking about it as we're doing more. I forgot to put it in the email chain about what we want to do for 200. But I think maybe I'm gonna just call it from the vault, and I'll you know throw up a couple of different things here and there on a Monday. Just be like, hey, check this stuff out. Check out some of you know old, like Breon's old videos up on the site. You know, which is so awesome. No, you know, there's a lot of great stuff on there. That sounds like a fantastic idea. But community's on Tuesday. It's on Tuesday now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, My bad. yeah. You should know this. Yeah, main yeah. show on Monday, community on Tuesday, strategy Wednesday, Thursday is any video slash rivals dual media, and then Friday is technology. Yeah, you know, I think the reason I forget is I will. I think you're the only one who's ever written a community article. I'm not surprised. Yeah, <laughs> I should hey, throw more stuff up there. But hey, you know what? Uh, we're we're getting there. We have Aaron doing regular strategy articles. That's true. Yeah, he's got he's got Wednesday down on lock. So yeah, and I should definitely start. I I need to start penning like uh, a reserve of community articles. But yeah, f- from the vault article sounds like a great idea. That's awesome. definitely right. something we would I'm want. On it. Community. <clears throat> Whoops. Whoa. Like if you Bless want, you. like if you want it to be just a recurring thing, I would say like pick out three or four articles and write up a summary about each one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of doing. You know, like a like a I don't know a link or a, bl- a blurb about it. And a link, a blurb, and a link. You know, like little things. Like here, this is why you should check this out, or this is why I keep going back to you know this particular article for whatever. You know, um, yeah. There's, there's some great stuff back there. So, On that I'm, note, if I one of the things that I've been thinking about, if I like actually had the time to to do it the with the uh, the quality that I would want to do, I would love to do like a we didn't start the fire parody for Commander Cast. <laughs> Okay. That just sounds like the best. Hmm. 
I mean, maybe maybe just to me. I don't know. I I can see it. I think you'd have to. I don't know which way you which way are you deciding to take it. Like, are we? Huh? Are we gonna go back like just to the beginning and just say? I don't know. It would have to be. It would have to be like all the way to be to the beginning, like from the start to to get like enough stuff. I think. Okay. Like that. That's also like, like a nightmare to edit. Oh yeah. I would like to listen to it, but. And that's why I said if I had enough time to write the quality that I would want, because this would have to involve me taking notes like every episode about stuff that could be in it. On a slightly different note, I actually asked people on Twitter which would be better to run, like Brago or Lavinia, for the blue white blank uh. deck. And, like, everyone's just bl- saying, yeah, Brago. Brago's insane. Brago's awesome. That's what convinced me to stick with Lavinia. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, never actually played well against said, Brago. Sir. So. Really? Yeah. It's uh, not a thing that's happened because the only people that I know that play Blink play Rune. So. That's true. Uh, but it was awesome because I got to use them in the conspiracy draft that I did when my sister was visiting me out, from out of town. Mm. And. I was using him to flicker Palooka, Palooka Worm over and over again. <laughs> yeah. I think that was a good use of Brago. What normally happens with Brago is just horribly degenerate, like, infinite combos of, you know, like, ridiculous turns, like, oh, God. And then Brago with Dead-Eye Navigator, like, just, I want to fucking eat a shotgun. The the only combo <laughs> that goes into this deck is Pilly Pala Grand Architect. Okay. So there. I can blue sun exactly one person. Or if I have mischievous Quainar, then I just blue sun everyone. But we're not going to talk about that right now. No. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and finish this up in our technology segment. So my argument against that is that you can still... Like, Doran still has, like, a lot of generic creatures that you can put into him. The thing with Adamfenza is that... Okay, I can't actually think of something right now. Someone else take over. Oh, okay. Well, I, I had I had something, and then I lost it. This is what you guys are doing. I love how that happens, like, mid-sentence, man. It's, like, out of nowhere. It's the best thing ever. And suddenly, nothing. <laughs> yeah, um, that's so great. It's like, you're running, as... it's like you're running into the Bugs Bunny tunnel, and then suddenly there's a wall there. Like, you thought it was a tunnel, and then you just smacked your face in there. It's awesome. Yet another for the dangly bits. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yes, we're still recording. Mark. I don't know. Um, but anyway, it was a really All cool... Right. Are you back? I am back, and it is starting the second part of the audio recording. So fortunately, okay. we have everything that we spent an hour and a half talking about. That's good. Well, that's good. Which means we have only ten minutes worth of content, but still. <laughs> you also missed some really good dangly bits. Yeah. Damn it. Well, because we realized that you weren't here so we could get the really juicy ones. Oh, God. Without anyone knowing that they exist. <laughs> and after I went through the effort of finding a mermaid riding a unicorn. We talked about why Mark is salty with tiny leaders or indifferent now, and why he doesn't have Buzz Lightyear syndrome with it, you know, like the, the fact that it's not Andy's new favorite toy, you know? Um, and so, like, that was, that was the gist of our conversation. Oh, and pretty, Clay, pretty much. Clay read a really great rant by somebody who hates tiny leaders in a place where he shouldn't have been ranting about <laughs> tiny leaders. <laughs> So, but the the cliff notes are there. There we go. Man, I feel like I just got excluded for something awesome. I'm hosting. Dude, do you want me to read it again, please? Yeah, it was pretty. I think this deserves to be in a dangly bit. I do have to run to the bathroom though, so I'll be back. The the only thing is, I don't know if this user listens to Commander Cast, so I don't want to accidentally alienate them. Well, that's fine. This is it, dangly bits. No one listens to this. (laughs) Okay, so on this forum, this is in the middle of a like price speculation thread. 
and someone at one point, like, commented that they hated Tiny Leaders, and this is a completely other person, they're like, it's just not a real format. EDH was scorned for years, and now CDH players have to hear every time a new ducking card comes out with less than four CMC, great for Tiny Commanders, and it's like, no! EDH is where the cesspool of bad cards and janky combos ended up. Now I have to deal with these kids these days and their tiny commanders? This is just bull. It, it like, Modern and EDH had this cardboard crack baby that neither really wants, but they're too all high, too all high morally to abort it. It's just bad. It's bad and wrong. And there should be a word for this format. Badong. <laughs> <laughs> funny because I get the reference. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. You know, I have long thought that we need to have, like, a separate segment, or maybe we just do this as, like, a little mini podcast of, like, us just answering random questions or, or um, posts on forum threads, like, in an audio version. Like, not directed at us at all. Dramatic just, readings. Like, yes, exactly. Like, dramatic readings, then we come up with, like, bullshit answers to them. Like, like dear, really pissy about Tiny Leaders guy, you know? Have, like, a, a nice little, I don't know, like a... Like a deep thought segment about it. Tell you what, Clay gathers the, those kinds of comments and questions. I will give us time at the end of every episode to just let it loose. But I don't awesome. actually frequent forums that often. It's like one forum. Well, maybe you should. Someone else go find fun ones. <laughs> All right, Aaron, that's your job. Now. your own segment. <laughs> I have to. I have to go go to forums now. Yeah, I have a Do job. That. <laughs> You're All the right. rookie. You're the one who gets saddled with this. Uh, all right. So I have to, have to go find stuff. All right. I'm on it. In other words, I'll go ahead and link up a, uh, a picture that a friend did for a stream of Anna Fenza. There we go. Duh. She looks so angry. She is angry. That seems really appropriate for Anna Fenza. I imagine she'd be a very hateful person. Actually, she did one for your Sova too. And then someone commented on how she has like bananas on her armor. So now I can't unsee the banana armor. Oh, I just wish yeah, Anfenza had a nose. I'm missing the nose. No, it's okay. People don't have noses. Some people don't, I guess. Hey, like, you know. Like the Play Mobile people. But see, but see here's her Silmgar. And it's so cute. Aww. Can I just find pictures of alt art and send them to you? Because I could do that for days. <laughs> <laughs> but, and I like our, I like Atarka in particular because she looks oh like... Oh my gosh, Atarka's adorable. She looks like a cute little puppy. Aww. I feel like it's... it's uh, maybe? She was doing... No. No, I haven't. Okay. Sketchy was... Do- uh, my friend Sketchy was doing a, uh, a draw-a-thon for cancer research, where she was accepting donations and doing, like, a 24-hour sketching stream. Wow, that's pretty cool. And she did, like, silly stuff, like Tomio booping Uga on the nose with one of her pens, and Jay's trying to go through the sewers and a dung beetle. Nice. Well, then. Just silly stuff like that. This reminds me of, there's this game that they used to have, it got, there, there wasn't enough funding for it, but it was an online game, it's called Broken Picture Telephone, and like, you basically, every, every other, um, note was passed, it was just something that would pop up, and it was either like, um, a note, a sticky note with a word, with a phrase on it, or a sentence, and then you had to draw the picture, or the opposite, where you get in the picture and you had to write a sentence describing it. And um, that reminds me of that a lot, because there was a lot of weird things that happened with that, where, like, it would come from, like, Carrot gets denied a bank loan to Captain Planet beats up an immigrant or something like that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Damn you, Internet. Damn you. It was, a, it was a very cool, very cool little game. We're in it for the long haul. We're never going to get that. 
This episode's never gonna end. <laughs> it's like playing with Abzan. It's just, you just can't get, you just can't break through, you can't get it done. Cause you're getting walled out. Yeah. Especially in Limited. Yeah, like. She was awesome. How many, how many people were saying that Outlast should have been at instant speed? Everyone? Yeah, I'm gonna go get some more water really quick. It's, then, called, hunker, it's called Hunker Down. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying, either you were saying it should have been at instant speed, or you were saying that it would have been busted at instant speed. What the hell are you talking about? You were either one of those two things. I just wanted it at instant speed regardless, but it was it was totally fine at slow slow mo sorcery speed. And you know, I actually played several Abzan decks that won quite a bit because I kept pulling Bloodsoak Champion, um, and, and, and that was the that was really the winner. Um, I think you know because if you if you pull Bloodsoak Champ or or, or Sagumaler, you pretty much just say I win because you build the decks around them and they just pilot themselves. Um, that was at least the case that I found. My case was I would draft all the lands, someone would pass me Dune Blast, and then I would just play five color control. Ooh. And then not proceed, and then proceed to not drop a single game because I'm against at my local game shop we still we we have people who are playing stuff like Feed the Clan, which okay, I'm not gonna berate them for making the choices they want to play. If they want to play the cards they want to play, go ahead. But it still feels like going onto the playground and punching first graders. Right. I, I come back and I just hear what I think is punching first graders. No, you're correct. That is. No, you got it. got it. You were. Yep, you were in the right spot in this conversation. So I continue talking about beating up children. Yes. Yep. And the only time I and the only time I actually lose a game is during release weekend, where we're doing fate fate cons because it's release weekend, and my friend happened to be drafting the five color deck, and he actually knows how to play limited. Yeah. So he's punching first graders? I am, currently. I, Why I, are you punching first graders? Because they keep passing me the lands in a yeah. multicolored set. Well, ah. when, when they're refuges and you gain so much life, it was just so much of, it was so much of a game. Like a big yeah. game. Um, I judge the two-headed giant release for cons at my store. <laughs> and at one point, I like walk by a table... And at the end of a turn, someone was just like, oh, I forgot to gain life off of this refuge. And their opponents were like, it's fine, go ahead. And then they won the game at exactly one life. Such <laughs> <laughs> life game. Yeah, see, I mean, it was real. See, here's the thing, though, Clay. The guy who who passed me his pack from pack three, he first picked a uh, frenzy feeding or a hmm. foil doom blast. And then I just proceeded to use that Foil Doom Blast as my second pick of Pack 3 to throttle everyone all night. Yeah. Punching first graders. That's, well, that, that's what it felt like. That's, that's what it feels like. Job well done. I mean, I, I did a similar thing to you, Will. Like, when I was drafting Limited, you draft the lands, you know, you, you put a premium on lands, and then you just go to work from there. Um, and, you know, after that, you can really fill out your colors right. I had a Jeskai plus, plus Murderous Cut deck. That was really good. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it was just, it was just Jeskai plus Murderous Cut, and I had, I think, I think Bloodsoak Champ was in that deck too. Um, and I had, I, I drafted in the double Jeskai Charm in one round. <laughs> like, there's just no reason for that. How? That's uncalled for. You know, like, exactly. <laughs> well, see, you get past the sweet multicolor cards because you're taking all the fixing, so that everyone's like, well, I can't really take this because I need to focus on taking this other stuff. I don't know if I'm really going to be in three color now. Yeah. So you get past, like, two Abzan Charms and a Sultai Charm and a, and then you just first pick the Crackling Doom. Yeah. Wow. 
that like, was real, if that was a real draft, then you're, you're winning. No, that was a real draft. And my only fault was that I had, I was only running like four basics because everything else was either a triland or a refuge. Right, right. And yep. th- so like I'm playing everything a turn later, but I'm getting all those life, so it also doesn't matter there. Yeah, it was so, a good, it's a good one. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that the shop owner doesn't do like store credit. If you w- win a draft, all you get is packs. So yeah. I've just been using it to farm uh, conspiracy packs. Oh wow! You get a choice. I mine's just straight up whatever the pack is that we were playing. So it's yeah, he lets us get any pack that would be like three dollars normally. So like gate crash, mm-hmm. but not you can get like a gate crash, but you can't get a return to Ravnica or a fate reforged. But you can get a cost. We we have it like um, three bucks a pack in credit. I believe. Yeah, like, I, w- I would prefer store credit because then I could just go infinite. <laughs> and be like, oh, I punched first graders and won the drafts. Oh, I guess I know I'm getting the draft next week. Yep. But it's a beginning store, so I can't really blame him for needing to, m- to be- make sure he makes his money back. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go ahead and go into strategy. And that does it for another edition of Commander Cast Dangly Bit Theater. For all of our personal contact information here at Commander Cast, you can always hit us up at Twitter, at CommanderCast, or you can hit us up with an email in Gmail at CommanderCast at gmail.com. Or you can go over to the CommanderCast Facebook page, or you can find us over on our Reddit threads. All of the links will be located at the bottom of this show, and we will see you next week, hopefully, with as many cast members as we can get to survive the oncoming war with all of our nemesis with another edition of CommanderCast. Talk to you later.